evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metzler. We have a great show this weekend celebrating the 4th of July. I'm calling the show Paul Metzler Gives You the Willies. We have the legendary Willie Murphy with us in the studio. And at the end of the show, we are going to be calling our mutual friend, Willie Walker, who has a great new CD out and is doing a CD release party in a couple weeks at the Minnesota Music Cafe. We hope you are enjoying the holiday weekend. Right now, we're going to go back to 1976 and hear the title track of Willie and the Bees Records, Honey from the Bee. Here we go, Willie and the Bumblebees. Let's check it out. recorded at Dave Ray's little studio up north. You know, back then everybody wanted to move to the country right. and have a studio if they're a musician. And he did. And uh, actually I waited several years because I wanted to record with Dave. You know, I was always into the local thing, you know. Right. And uh, we finally got up there and did it. It was on four tracks. And uh, it was really fun. Of course, we were all drunks. Then. <laughs> Having so. fun. We're talking with Willie Murphy, ladies and gentlemen. Willie is uh, probably one of the most legendary Minneapolis musicians uh, that's been around the scene for a long time. If you're an aficionado of uh, great music, there is for sure you've heard Willie Murphy at some point. Willie, first of all, I want to say thank you for coming into the studio. Was that uh, Dave's studio? Was that called Sweet Jane? Yeah, Sweet Jane Limited. Yeah. Okay, and... and and he had a little label, and that's the la it called Sweet Jane, and it's the label that record came out on. Was that around the... S well, it must have been a little earlier when you recorded Bonnie Raitt's first record up there. Bonnie's record was not recorded up there. It was recorded at a place on Lake Minnetonka. Dave didn't have a studio yet. Oh, okay. And what year was that? But he had his equipment. So when I got... I talked Bonnie, and she wanted me to produce the record... I talked her into coming out here to do it, and she stayed at my house. And every day we'd get up and look at the want ads for a place to put the to make the record, you know. Okay. And we got lucky and found this place at Lake Minnetonka, which had been a summer camp for kids, and it was now abandoned but still in good shape. And that's where we did the record. So you just brought all the equipment out there. Yeah. So what year was that? What year was Bonnie's first That was record? 1971. Bonnie was playing around on the West Bank at that time, wasn't she? The triangle Well, and that was her first time in Minnesota, but while we were there, the I had just started Willie and the Bees. Okay. And we were playing around, and then she'd come and play with us at our gigs. Nobody knew who she was, and she was, wasn't anybody then, except people that knew her father, John, John Raitt, Raitt, who yeah. was a famous Broadway star. Which is probably why she got such a fat deal with Warner Brothers right away. You know? How did uh, how did she end up in Minneapolis? Well, she was a fan of me and Kerner's when we okay. were playing together, and because she went to school in Boston, was it uh, Wellesley, one of those girls' colleges? Right. You know? And Boston was like me and Kerner's second home. We played there a lot when we were on the East Coast playing. We that was where we stayed. He's talking about Spider John Kerner, just a wonderful yeah. guitar player. And we'll talk a little bit about running, jumping, standing still, but keep telling us about Bonnie. Well, Bonnie wanted me to produce the record. She asked John first, I think, and he said, I don't do anything like that. Talk to Willie. 
Okay. So then I jumped at the opportunity and I talked her into coming out here to record because Dave Ray was trying to start this studio, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, she did it. The label didn't like it. Warner Brothers didn't like it that much, for, but she had the power apparently, you know. Well, and she did that great version of Kerner's tune, Am I Blue? Was that the name of it? I Ain't Blue. I Ain't Blue, yeah. yeah. That was a beautiful song. Yeah. Musicians together were they mostly cats from Willie and the Bees? Yeah, we use Willie and the Bees, yeah, which we'd only been together less than a year, I think. But uh, and then she had some people she wanted to add, which was three Chicago blues guys: Junior Wells and A.C. Reed, the sax player, Jimmy Reed's brother. Okay. Well, two guys, those two, and then they had a, a valet with them. Hmm. Uh, Bob and those guys would get up every morning and go out in the dock and fish you know they loved it yeah and then she had her own bass player a guy named Freebo right who played with her for many years and other than that it was all Willie and the Bees and Steve Raitt her brother came to visit while we were making the record with his wife and uh, oh he had they were into the Whole Foods. He had a truck that he had made with all these compartments for putting the grains in and all that. <laughs> but Steve ended up loving it here, and he never left. Right. Yeah, he stayed here forever. Became one of the best sound guys in town, and a, he was a wonderful singer as well. Yes, and he sings some on the album. Okay. Too, yeah. So, Willie and the Bees, you were playing... Pretty much all over Minneapolis. What are what were some of the, the hot clubs? Were you playing the Triangle? Well, we always had. It seemed like there'd always be one good place to play, one main place. Mm-hmm. Now, when Bonnie was here, we had just started playing in bars. It was a new band, you know, and we played at the Joint, which had a little raised balcony in back where we'd squeeze all of us up there. We had a big band. Right next to the caboose, the joint. Yeah. Still there. And the caboose wasn't the caboose even yet. Okay. It was still just the joint. I fell off of that stage once. Wow. Stepped right over the edge of the... (laughs) That was a long drop. Well, I didn't go all the way down, you know. I caught myself on a piece of wall board that had been put up to hide the kitchen. Right. But next to the kitchen, the stage didn't have a railing, and I stepped off the edge. <laughs> and I caught myself, and my guitar was dangling, and it was making all these noises. And the only guy who could reach me from the stage was John Beach, who's a rather, hmm, let's say, frail person. Right. And he couldn't pull me up. And we started <laughs> laughing. And, uh,. Because I, I still had one foot up on the stage, and the rest of me was hanging down, you know. Wow. Anyway, that was... Well, you, but then we played. We did find clubs to play. We played at the Tempo Bar for a long time. We were like the main attraction there. And is we, that where the Blue Nile is now in Franklin? Yes, okay. Yeah. That was a hot joint. That was owned by Earl Montpettit, who was the... Big criminal patriot. defense attorney. Well, no, he was a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> he died in prison, in fact. Oh, really? And they tried to catch him for years. Him and his brothers owned all these joints, and they had the illegal gambling in the basement and everything. I suppose I'll get shot now. <laughs> well, not if he's dead. But uh, that was a great club. And then mm, something happened there, and that changed. And, uh, and then we went to, uh, we played at the Union Bar for a long time. We were real hot at the Union Bar. Oh, I remember I, a lot was, of the nights down there. I saw some old posters recently. You'd play four or five nights in a row in the clubs. Right. Then, you know, that's unheard of now, you know. The good old days. Yeah. But we were real strong there. That was a really hot gig. Well, you were really kind of known back in the 70s as really, you were kind of, it sounds cliche now, but the people's band. You did a lot of benefits. Yeah, a lot of people out, and you were kind of known, Willie, and, I, and you and I have talked about it. You were kind of a party band. 
Well, yeah, we are all, we are all drunks for one thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it still is my big mission in life is to make people dance. You know? Right. And, and, you, but, but, and you've been sober for 30 years, haven't you? At least, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. You get the dance floor rock, and I, the, I enjoyed dozens of nights listening to you guys at the Union. They had one of the best dance floors in town. Yeah. In terms of proximity to the stage, ability to have some room to move and, and really hear the sound. Yeah. And then during that period, we also played at Moby Dick's a lot. Right, downtown. Legendary bar. I love Moby Dick's. People used to say, we got to get rid of Block E. There's so much crime down there. It was really Block E to me when I moved to town in 78. It was one of the safest places you could go. Well, unless you went in Moby's and were disruptive because the bouncers would break your arm. Right. Literally. Yeah, they would take you out back. It happened to two friends of mine, actually. Yeah. Well, but, but the bouncers at Brady's and Moby's, they'd keep that crowd moving yeah. so you, you wouldn't have people, you know, gathering, getting ready to cause Moby's trouble. Moby's was a build member as the home of the giant triple <laughs> and boy, I mean, people would get loaded there. Well, but and you, of course, now that they redid Block E, that whole thing has been a total failure. Right, right. Well, absolutely. Well, it, it's, and you could turn in your 30 day sober medallion for a cocktail. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's in most bars, actually. You oh. could do it at the Viking, too. Wow, that is a, a certain deal with the devil. Considering replacing your vacuum, what do you do with the old one? Throw it in the garage? Worse yet, throw it in the garbage? How about trade it in and save? A1 Vacuum in Roseville has been around forever, and they take trade-ins. When you trade in your old vacuum, you save. So if it's time to replace that old clunker headed for the garage or landfill, bring it in to A1 Vacuum in Roseville. You can find A1 Vacuum at a-1vacuum.com or call 651-222-6316. I'm Candy Braffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine and host of Green Tea Conversations, a new show for people who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and play a more active role in their family's well-being. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts who share the latest in natural holistic approaches in a fun and informative way. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversation as we awaken to natural health. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. The number one source of the Twin Cities gay scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ Media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com. That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com. I'm Steve Conklin. And I'm Jake DeRoff. We're the hosts of the Mortgage Talk Show, Sundays at 1230. Every week we bring you insights on home financing, discussing rates, programs, local and national news. Whether you're buying your first home or your hundredth home, we have tips and inside information to save you money and feel like a mortgage master. Check us out for more information and email us any questions at mortgagetalkshow.com. Tune in to the Mortgage Talk Show every Sunday at 1230 on AM 950. Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Minnesota's very best appliance shoppers choose Warner Stellion, home of the lowest price guarantee and trusted free services. Warner Stellion's in-store specialists will help you choose what's best for you. If it's worth considering, Warner Stellion has it. And now through the 23rd, we guarantee our price is lowest. Save more with our trusted free delivery, basic installation, haul-away, and no interest financing. Don't wait. Get in on special appliance savings now through January 23rd from Minnesota's own Warner Stellion. 
As a piano player and bass player, a lead guitar player, but uh, we don't get enough chance to hear you play acoustic, Willie, so I'm really happy about the acoustic down. Well, yeah, there's a reason for that. You know, I don't... I play it all the time at home, but I'm not used to playing it in public, but I've been doing that a little more, you know. Well, it's... It's standing up, and I have to hand it to you, Paul, because you've been doing it all your career. But just standing up alone with an acoustic guitar is a whole nother thing from playing with a band. <laughs> oh, definitely. Tell us a little bit about the song we heard in the first set, Stone Broke, and recording at Sound 80. First band that was that recorded digitally, is that correct? Well, the first kind of... every Everything that had been recorded digitally up till then was classical music. Right. In fact... Uh, Sound 80 started a little label because they were the pioneers of digital recording because they worked with 3M right, okay, and, good. and developing the system. So they had this great big 24-track digital tape Wow! and digital mixing, and it was really cool. What year was that? This would be 19... Mid-70s. Okay. It was after, well, maybe close to 1980, actually. It was after we made that last album, the first album. Yeah. And and for those of you that don't know, Sound 80, of course, is where Bob Dylan uh, recorded Blood on the Tracks in 1974. Leo Kotke also recorded yeah. several records down there. Just a, really a state-of-the-art. It, it was the studio in yeah. town. And so per Pillhofer, who ran it, approached us. And because we were the hot, we were a hot band in right. town, and wanted us to record there, and we recorded. And I had some misgivings about digital, as everyone did at the time. People would, the critics would say, "Oh, it's too harsh. It's this and that." Right. And I remember talking to Herb about it. He had a faint German accent, you know. He was German. He says, "You want mud? I'll give you better mud." You know. <laughs> we could dirty it up for you. Yeah. So we recorded, it was really easy because back then bands rehearsed. We rehearsed twice a week for years. So band rehearsed every week sometime unless we were on the road, you know, for, mm -hmm. for 15, 16 years of our existence. So we knew all the songs. We just went in and did them, you know. Right. And because it was digital and because it was considered an audiophile product, we could use no compressors. It just was straight onto the digital tape, you know. Hmm. I think EQ they allowed, of course, but... Uh, was that, and what label did that come out on? That came out on Sound 80's label. Hmm. They were starting a label then. And tell us about some of the, the engineers. Uh, David Rifkin was on it, now known as David Z, of the course. Main, yeah, the main engineer on that album was a fellow named Scott... Rivard. Rivard, yes. And he was a young whiz kid, and Herb loved him and had every all the faith in him. And then David was working there. Dave didn't work on that album, but he did do some demos with me and some other work. I worked off and on with Dave for years. Hmm. And he, uh, those things never came out, but I put some of them on my last album. I put a collection of, it's a double album, my most recent so I put a lot of the old stuff that never got on record, and that was the stuff that Dave Rivkin engineered. Was that the Red House record? Yes. Yes. And so people can probably go to redhouserecords.com to track that one down. Or we always send people to the Electric Fetus. They carry both of our yeah. records, Willie, and, and they... They've been sponsoring the Wallapar Radio Hour. And that's called we started. A Shot of Love in a Time of Need. Yeah. yeah. And that has how many songs on it? I know it's Well, it's a double days. album, so there's 10 or 12 on the new... One of them's all new music with the band, and the other one's all this old stuff that never came out, you know. So there's a lot. There's at least 20-some songs on there. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a great package. Willie, I've... I've been over to your house a couple of times because when I moved to town, I lived in uh, 24th and Bloomington, so I know your neighborhood. And uh, 
you've got a really it's a it's the perfect beatnik hangover there. What kind of music do you listen to during the day when you're not on your porch playing your own music? I uh, you know I for years I was a really avid record collector. Mm -hmm. I have thousands of LPs. So what I listen to, I hardly ever listen to music except in the morning when I get up. I'm in the bathroom shaving and stuff, and it's usually jazz. Mm -hmm. I'm a big jazz flip, you know. Right. So, you know, I just grab something off the shelf that I haven't listened to in years and stick it on. It's really nice. You know? mm -hmm. Dance, you know. Right. That's my morning routine. You and know? you love to read, too. I read a lot, yeah. Way too much, probably, actually. And you are also a film aficionado. You love foreign films. Film is one of my big kicks. I saw one last night that was astounding. What was it? It's called It's Hard to Be a God. Okay. Russian film uh, made by a, a legendary director named Alexei German. Okay. And uh, it was. it's really... Just astonishing that you could see it in Minneapolis, but Minneapolis actually has been a good film town for years. You know? We just uh, a couple months ago had El Milgram on. Yeah, for the Twin Cities. Yeah, he's one of my Festival. great culture heroes. Man. Yeah, and uh, he uh, really made serious film in this in this town. The Film Society was the place to see all the. Well, back in the 60s with the new wave, the French new wave, and uh, right. right on up till now, you know. I think the film society isn't as good as it used to be since they've kind of kicked him upstairs, you know. He's right. 90, what, 94, I think. 93 anyway, for yeah. sure. And but sharp as attack. Oh, yeah, and he still gets around like crazy. You see him still around putting up posters. Oh, yeah. And, you know? Well, it's like I bumped into a buddy of mine uh, named Phil Freshman, and he went to UCLA in the early 70s, and he tells me stories about seeing John Cassavetes putting posters up for his films in the cafeteria. Yeah, Cassavetes is one of my heroes, too, you know? I know another one of your heroes is uh, Robert Johnson, and... Uh, you're, you're an amazing one-man piano player and singer. And we used to go see you weekly. Was it Sunday nights? We were talking about this the other day with somebody at the 400. What I night? played, first I played on Wednesdays, every Wednesday. Okay. Then, I think it must have been when I dissolved the bees. I got burned out on the bees, which we were still successful, but I just decided I didn't want to do it for a while. At least. So then I played Wednesday and Saturday every week at the 400. Right, that's what it was. Well, I you was know, there for I a lot built, of them. I built that place. Yeah. You know, as a music venue. I was the first one to play there. We're going to listen to a little kind-hearted woman with my guest, Willie Murphy, the great Robert Johnson tune, and we'll be back at the next set on the Wall of Power Radio Hour with Willie Murphy. This is your host, Paul Maxey. Thanks for listening. source of the Twin Cities Gay Scene is all digital. Follow Twin Cities Gay Scene on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the Scene Shot email blast for weekly updates and chances to win great prizes. No app is needed to view the bi-weekly web editions of Scene. It's GLBTQ media for the mobile generation. Find it all at TwinCitiesGayScene.com That's TwinCitiesGayScene.com did you realize that Drink in the Style is available on iTunes, Google Play, and pretty much every other podcast platform out there? You can listen to past episodes of Drink in the Style, or maybe download our really cool martini glass graphic, or just listen to your favorite episode again and again. But if you do, I need to ask you for a quick favor. Hop online and give us a five-star rating. It helps others find the show and also boosts my fragile ego. 
Drink in the style. It's a great way to kill Sundays or really any time at all. Located just north of 50th in France, the Great Wall Restaurant has provided a delicious taste of authentic Chinese cuisine since 1981. Specializing in Sichuan and Peking dishes, they offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include hot and sour soup, pan-fried dumplings, and mushu pork with homemade Chinese pancakes. Stop by their Edina location or call for takeout at 952-927-4439. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us. Hey, it's Hunter from the brand new 4 o'clock program, the Minnesota Progressive Repartee. And if there's one thing y'all know that I always look forward to, it's a good party. And I couldn't be more excited for the 2019 Blue State Ball. Finally, a chance to celebrate the work we did destroying Trump and the Republicans and keeping Minnesota the true blue state. But come celebrate our victory with fellow progressives, radio hosts, and politicians at the 2019 Blue State Ball, Saturday, March 2nd at the Blaisdell in Minneapolis. Tickets available now at am950radio.com. Tom Hartman here for All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that you save more if you wait, but waiting to switch can actually cost you more. While tax rebates make solar affordable, those rebates are often limited and decrease over time. So when you wait, you risk losing some of the incentives that make solar so easy to afford today. And besides, the sooner you get your All Energy Solar system, the sooner you reduce or even eliminate that high electricity bill. Make the switch today at allenergysolar.com. Yay, you survived the holidays. Now what about cleaning up that holiday mess? My friends, it's time you learn my holiday hangover secret. It's Zero Res. Fortunately for you, right now is the best time of the year to call Zero Res. Get three rooms clean starting at just 119 bucks. And this month only get a hallway clean for free with their three-room special. Call 952-ZERO-RES or book online anytime at ZeroResMinnesota.com. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. With your AM950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Tonight, expect increasing clouds with lows around negative 2 and wind chill values as low as negative 14. Tomorrow, a 30% chance of snow with highs of 14 and a low around negative 2. One day, highs of 19 and lows of 16. EatLocalMinnesota.com's Restaurant of the Week is Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club. Offering a unique and contemporary spin on continental cuisine, Crooner specializes in food and drink made popular in the 1920s. Check out this fabulous dining experience at 6161 Highway 65 Northeast in Minneapolis. You're back with a third set of the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metzen. We have the distinct pleasure of having one of Minnesota's most revered musicians with us live in the studio, Mr. Willie Murphy. Well, you've got an incredible voice, and uh, you're going you're gonna to bless us with a song that's never been played on the radio with your guitar. Why don't you just uh, tell us the title, this name of the song? This is a song called Rootless Wanderer. Now, I... Um when people ask what kind of music I play, I usually say everything from folk to funk. But the emphasis has been on the funk side all my career, the right. bands and the big dance, very political stuff. But I have also written a lot of these songs, and that's why on the new album I put a whole thing of songs like this on it. So I hadn't written for a while, and I... I walk my dog in the woods every day. And I was walking one day and I started singing this refrain, you know. So I thought, eh, I should make it into a song. And I did. And it kind of got me going. And I started working on my other stuff in the studio, which is big, hard, funky stuff. Right. But this is Rootless Wanderer. Willie Murphy.
as a dream I lugged along my daily round My time and life of ease and load One year I laid it down Though sometimes those old cares and dreams As, a, as an arranger and, and a musician, you play piano, you play bass, you play guitar. Yeah. Is there anything I... Well, I took piano lessons for years okay. when I was a kid, you know. I had to take from the nuns at Catholic school. And <laughs> well, that explains and some I was, of your I was kind stuff. of good, you know. I was right. playing Chopin etudes and stuff, but when I heard Little Richard and Jerry Lee Lewis and those guys, Fats Domino, and that they was were all it. piano players. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, was, that was a new thing, you know. Right. 
And uh, I still play the same way now, you know. Right. So you played in a band way back when called the Valdons, right? Yeah. Was that like, with Willie Walker, who's going to be our guest in the Willie full set? Willie was in the Valdons for a short while, though. One of the guy, one of the founding guys was named Joe DiBiazzo. He was from New York, and he came out here. And uh, after a few years, I don't know why, but he left. And they got Willie to replace him. But now Willie, who is a great singer, as you well know, right? Uh, his they were pretty. We were pretty bent. Even the Valdons. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean those guys, man, were pimps and uh, right. uh, you know they'd smoke pot every day and everything. But uh, he, but he came from more of a Christian background, right? So I think Willie really did. Yeah, yeah. Willie I think it was maybe his his first wife that made him quit the band. But later on, I had the idea to put Willie in my band, Willie and the Bees. Right. Which we had been going for a year already as Willie and the Bees. Make no mistake, the band wasn't named after Willie Walker. There's always been some confusion about that. And the same thing happened. We were these wild hippies who right. drunks and everything and after a while, uh, Willie quit. But we had, we did some great stuff with Willie. I wish I had it on record. Oh, I bet that would have sounded fantastic. Oh, yeah. We had one. I did this big arrangement of that song. Love is but a song we sing. Fear the way we die. Remember that? Yeah. And Willie sang that. And I had this really big dynamic horn arrangement. Cool. Yeah. What? Uh, tell us about running, jumping, standing still. I was reading about that about a year ago. In fact, I think we played a track off of it on one of our shows on the Wall of Power Radio. Somebody described it as psychedelic ragtime. Yeah, well, it had... Once we got booked as a, uh, the act to represent the effusion of folk and jazz... And this was this was Willie Murphy, my guest, with the legendary folky uh, Spider John Curry. Spider Kirk. John, yeah. I mean, Spider John played through the 60s together. Now, and that was some time because... Spider John had was established as a folk guy, so right. we were on the folk circuit, but we played all over the country. Right. We played in Atlanta, we played in California, we played a lot in New York, and of course, as I mentioned before, a lot in Boston, Philadelphia, right. and those towns. Up in Canada, we played quite a bit, and uh, it was just a wild time, and we recorded with Electra Records. Right, and uh, with Jack Holzman. Jack Holzman was the owner and president. Yeah. And what... What year did Run and Jump and Stand Still come out? I think it was 69. Okay. And didn't Jack offer you a job producing Jack, for Electra? Because I actually, although the guy who was the producer was a guy named Frazier Mohawk, who I loved. What a great name. That was a pseudonym. He had to change it because he had trouble with the law. But <laughs> I was the de facto producer and Jack knew it and everybody knew it. So he offered me a job. And Electra was hot then. They had just, oh my God, yes. they had just merged with Atlantic and Warner Brothers. And uh, as a house producer, he offered me a job. Well, I had just started Willie and the Bees. Oh, man. And I tortured myself. He said, you can move to either New York or L.A. We have big offices and studios in both towns. And I finally ended up turning it down because I wanted to do the Bees. Wow. Know? Well, you followed your heart. Yeah, it's one of those things, of course, over the years you ask yourself, you know, I was pretty much of an addict at the time. Right. Uh, alcohol, among other drugs. I would probably be dead now if I went to New York and had right. a lot of money, you know. Right, right. I would have gone to New York, not L.A. You know, I love New York. We played a lot in New York, me and Kerner, you know. Well, we love having you around, Willie. So tell the people where they could come and see Willie Murphy. Well, we play, I still do, and for years I've been doing a blues jam. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was the first person around here to do it uh, back at the Viking Bar hmm. a long time ago. I can't remember, but every Monday, Blue Monday. And I'm still doing it, but now we do it at the Richfield American Legion, which is really a cool room. 6501 Portland Avenue South in Richfield. Yep. Willie Walker and I just got done with about a year and a half there. Great 
uh, great, friendly vibe, neighborhood yeah. vibe, really nice people. What time do you guys... It's a big room, a big stage, and a great PA. Yeah. We, every Monday at 7 after Bargo. Bargo is what they call bingo for some reason now. <laughs> and uh, you also do a little gig over at the schooner every now and I then. I play now lately once a month at the schooner as a singer-songwriter series where I get another guest and we play all original music, which is great for me. It's making me... I don't want to do the same songs every time. Right. Just solo, you know. Right. So I'm making me reinterpret some of my band. Most of my songs have been written for the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm reinterpreting some of those songs as solo songs. It's just challenge, you know. Yeah. Well, and I'm playing with the band a lot, too, you know. We just played at the Caboose opening for Trombone Shorty. Oh, cool. We play at the Minnesota Music Cafe. We play a lot at the Eagles in South Minneapolis, which has got the best dance floor in town, absolutely. <laughs> And people can track these down. You you don't uh, you don't do it personally, but you have somebody handles your Facebook account. Yes, just Willie or Murphy. Or they can see. I write a newsletter, and really? I have a big mailing list. Yeah, every week. So can they email you and get on they, the list? They can get on the list by going to my website, which is WillieMurphy.net. Hi, this is Charlie. Dad, do I have to say this next line? Do you want to sleep inside tonight? My dad is beloved, world-famous radio broadcaster Matt McNeil. Perfect! Anyway, my mom and dad want me safe when I'm driving in winter weather. That's why the vehicle they trust is the Toyota Sienna, and the dealership they trust is Rudy Luther Toyota. They keep me safe. With my son driving this winter, I trust Rudy Luther, and you can too. Stop in today and become a Rudy Luther Toyota family. The southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. At Burger Moe's, Mondays no longer need to be a drag. Dine on the beautiful patio for Burger Monday Madness every Monday after 4 p.m., where you can order any burger and fries off menu for just $6. Not valid on Excel event evenings. Burger Moe's offers 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, as well as delicious appetizers, soups, salads, and unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, and desserts. Located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul, with plenty of free parking, and online at BurgerMoe's.com. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuske, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our secret animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan, LLP, rewriting the odds for their clients for over 80 years. We are awake. Hi, this is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland stoves and fireplaces and I experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire. I also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in a diversity of forms and styles. So at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the Twin Cities. Our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home. Visit Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces today and find the right fire for you. Welcome back to the Wall Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. We have a little more conversation with Mr. Willie Murphy, and then we are going to be speaking by phone with soul legend Willie Walker. Here's Willie Murphy. Who are some of the, your heroes that you met over the years that, that you have nothing but uh, uh, nice things to say about? As you know, you can meet some of your heroes and... They do nothing but uh, disappoint you. There's so many of them, it's hard to 
Dr. John, I had a great time with him. We used to be his band whenever he came in this part of town. Right. We'd, we'd play with Over him. Over at Walebski Saloon and uh, Frogtown. Yeah. And I think we played some outdoor concerts. Uh, but he would regale us with stories about New Orleans. Yeah. Know. I met, uh, well, I hung out with Muddy Waters quite a few times. How cool is that? Yeah, I mean, I could tell stories about that. <laughs> I don't think we have time, but in the Sun House, some of the old guys. Wow. I At the new one, I played at the Newport Folk Festival in 69. At the party afterwards, I sat and sang all night with Don Everly. Wow. And uh, Carl Perkins. Wow. You know, singing three-part harmony. Wow. Carl Perkins. John Hartford was playing along and all these. Doug Kershaw, he's a crazy man, you know. Man, I can see it in my mind's eye right now. Yeah, that was a great time. That's a heavenly band, I'm telling you. John, uh, Johnny Cash had his whole show there. He had a big TV show at the time that was very successful. Wow. And they were out there. And that's where I first met Muddy Waters, who I sat down outside. They had dinner outside under this awning, you know, and everybody's in these long tables. And I sat down, and there's Muddy Waters across from me. And the first thing he says, you want some of this steak sauce, boy? (laughs) I said, sure. And he pours about a half a bottle on top of my food, you know. And then he had a young girl standing behind him the whole time, never said a word. Right. And he looked over at her after we ate and said, go get me a couple of them cigars, baby. <laughs> and she disappeared and came back with these big fat cigars. You know, he was quite the character. Wow. And I got to open for him several times. Wilson Pickett was a great one that I, I love Wilson Pickett. And I got to open for him and I got to speak to him a few times and, uh, you know, one of my greatest heroes ever in music was Little Richard, though. Right. And I um, I never got to play with him, but I finally heard him a few years back up at uh, Treasure Island. He was astoundingly good. Yeah. Old, but still had the voice, you know. Right. What an incredible voice. That was a conversation with a great... Willie Murphy. As I said at the top of the show, this is Paul Metz that gives you the willies. Now we're going to travel by phone to speak with the other Willie, a partner both, Murphy's and myself, the great wee Willie Walker, one of America's greatest soul singers. This soul legend is going to be having a CD release party behind his new CD, If Nothing Ever Changes, on July 11, 2015, 9 p.m. at the Minnesota Music Cafe in St. Paul. His new CD features such greats as harmonica player Rick Estrin, guitarist Rusty Zinn, and vocalist Curtis Salgado. We spoke with Willie the afternoon before he took off for a little tour in Madrid, Spain. I asked Willie Walker about the band he will be performing with at his CD release party on July 11th. Tell us a little bit about your band. Well, my band is called We Are. And I have, most of the guys have been with me 12 plus years. And uh, it's just a bunch of guys that I love. And family. It, it is. I know you have a just a wonderful band, Willie. I've been honored to sit in with you a couple of times. You are on your way to Spain tomorrow. Yeah, I'm leaving for Madrid tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, actually. And who... And, you, go ahead. Uh, I'll be playing with uh, a combination of musicians, two from Austria, two from Brazil. Are those the guy, the Igor Prado band that you played with a couple times now this last year down in Brazil? Yeah, uh, one, one, uh, Raphael Wrestling. Okay. He's the dynamic keyboard, keyboardist. Cool. And I guess we got a, we got a different drummer this time, one I, one I haven't met yet, but I'm sure he's on top of his game. <laughs> well, you are having a great uh, resurgence in your career. You've been in Brazil twice. You're going to Spain. And then you've got a long little tour of Italy coming up in July, correct? That's correct. Well, I couldn't be happier for you, Willie. And, of course, uh, for those that would love to hear Willie, 
when he's in town, not traveling the globe, Willie Walker and Paul Metz will play every Thursday night at 5 p.m. at Shaw's at 16th at University in beautiful Northeast Minneapolis. Willie, it's been just a pleasure playing with you. always a great time. Oh, it's a great club. Well, we've been having a ball. We've been playing, what, three, four years together now. It's been magnificent, buddy. I love it. We're going to hear, to take us to the end of the show, uh, Willie Walker doing a Beatles song. Tell us a little bit about Help. Uh, well, well, all I can say about Help is it's very, very different from the British thing. Right, that British band. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm the, being an ex-gospel singer, somebody suggested, why don't we do this slow with some gospel soul? Hmm. And uh, we tried it, and we all liked it. <laughs> Wonderful. Willie, thanks so much for taking time to speak with us. The Willie Walker CD release party, July 11th at 9 p.m. at the Minnesota Music Cafe in St. Paul, run by the lovely Karen. I won't be able to see you before you go, so have a safe trip to Spain. Send me a postcard, and I'll see you when you get back. You bet, brother. Lots of love. Lots of love to you, Willie. Travel safe. All right. Curtis, come on in and let's do this. All right, come on. When I was younger, so much younger than today, I never needed anybody's help in any way. But now. listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. The show was produced by Paul Metza, engineered by Brad Canaber, and recorded at the Minneapolis Media Institute. Our website, wallofpowerradio.com, is handled by Brent Sari at rangecompeting.com in Virginia, Minnesota. I want to thank our two guests, who I'm honored to say are both friends of mine, Mr. Willie Murphy and Mr. Willie Walker. Remember to like us on Facebook at Wall of Power Radio Hour. Follow us online at wallofpowerradio.com. We are hope you're enjoying a very lovely 4th of July holiday weekend. Stay safe and have some fun. This is your host, Paul Metz, reminding you to be kind and make someone happy. <laughs>